We're up to the fourth part of Ribis, the week three of the halachas of Arvos and loans between a Jew and a non-Jew. Here we get into a bit of a complicated halacha, and that is halachas of Shutfim, who borrow from a non-Jew with interest. So first we look at the Iker halacha. What is the halacha of two people who borrow money as a Shutfis? How does the breakup work? How does the Achrayis work? So this begins on page 69 of the booklet. We're looking at a halachan shulchan aruch, hashin mishpat, simen ayin zayin, sif aleph. Shnayim shalavu ke'echad shalakum mekachacha. Two people who borrowed money together, or they bought something together, or shekilu pekazim biyachad beimishtar beimalpeh, or they received a deposit together. Shnayim or even zelazeh, they're both guarantors for each other. Afal bishalay pirish, even though it wasn't specified how this works, we see them each as being aravim guarantors on behalf for each other. If one of them does not have the money to repay, then the lender can go after the other one for the entire loan. But if they both do have money, then he cannot go to the other one for half the money, rather. Um, is considered a regular arv. So therefore, really, the collection should happen. Each one pays half. Unless it was specified originally in the terms of the deal that they're in arv kablin for each other. So then the lender or the seller can go after each either one independently and collect all the money from him. And if one of them does decide to pay up the whole chayv, he can go he can go collect from his partner who borrowed together with him because they are both guarantors on behalf of each other. So if two people borrowed and one of them paid up the entire loan, the other one has to pay him back for half of it. Continuing in Seth Beis, Once you have a partnership and one partner borrowed on behalf of the partnership, his fellow partner is automatically, Achroi is automatically involved in this loan, and he's chayev for half of it. But only if he brings proof, or he admits that this loan was actually carried out on his behalf, if he admits to that, so then he will automatically, or there's Edom to that effect, so then he automatically has is on the hook for half of the loan, and the, is a guarantor on the other half. So based on this, we have Allah of Hilchas Ribas. Since we said till now that if one person borrows money from a non-Jew, another, another Jew is not allowed to be a guarantor on that loan if it's a loan with interest. So the same thing should apply, that if you have two partners and one of them borrowed money on behalf of the partnership, so we see each one of them is half borrower, half guarantor. So here we have two Jews that are guarantors for each other on a loan that has interest. So that should be Aser. And that's what we find in the Shulchan Rav, among other Achreinim. This is page 70. Shulchan Rav Dine Ribas in Isam Chdalid. Lefichach says the Shulchan Rav, Shnayim Shlav Menachru Ke'echad, two people who borrowed money as one from a non-Jew, Asur Mlach Demishtar Chlev Echad. Shekasubay Ratz Mizegah, Ratz Mizegah, Bilch Kalamayis. He cannot sign in a star that says that the non-Jew has the ability to collect the Chlev from one or the other. And definitely cannot have one Jew saying, you saying, lend me money 
borrow money from for me from a guy with ribbis, even though the the uh, the shliach, so to speak, will be let, will be informing the guy for whom he's borrowing the money. Still, since the guy is going to be going after the shliach, and the shliach is going to have to collect from the one who sent him, so we see that as a loan between the shliach and the one who sent him. Even if they both signed the shtachayv, even if the loiv himself is the one who signed on the shtar, as long as the guy could claim from the shliach, so then it is also for them to be both responsible for a loan with ribis because we see them as being a ravim on a chayv with ribis and an arav on a chayv with ribis is considered a malvah ribis which is also continues the shulchan aruch even to borrow two partners one of them borrows money from a non-jew on behalf of the shutfis and he's going to be paying back the ribis from the shutfis still it is also since the one who actually took the money is on the hook for all the money, so therefore it is forbidden to have such a halva to partners, because we see them as borrowers and lenders to each other. Each one of them is a chroi on half the chayv and a guarantor on the other one. This is a chayv sheish by ribis. So just like we said till now, you're not allowed to be a guarantor on behalf of a Jew who borrowed from a non-Jew Baribis. So here we see the partners as guarantors for each other, and this type of arrangement would be Aser. So continuing to page 71, we have the opinion of the Shardaya. Shardaya wants to suggest, on this very case, that perhaps is Mutter. Yeshua's topic, says the Shardaya. Again, this is on the Halachan Simon Kofayin, Sif Aleph. So says the Shardaya, Yeshua's topic, B'Shnayim Shalov Amois Minochi B'Yachar, V'chol Echad Arav Kam Bar Chaveri Yasser Eloi. He's not sure about this case. Two people borrowed money from an Anjou together. Each one is an Arv Kabban on behalf of his friend. I'm not sure if it's us or why. The Yeshloimar, you could say, even though we already know from the, from the Gemara earlier that he cannot be a guarantor on behalf of a Jew. Maybe that's one of them is the Loiv and the other one is only the guarantor. So he's saying there's a Svar Lechalak. When one is the loiv and the other one is the arev, so then we see the arev as a loiv. Why? Because the guy clearly was not willing to lend to the loiv without the arev. So we see the arev there as being the facilitator of the loan. So he's the loiv, he's the malva, and the loiv is the loiv from him. When both of them come together to the guy and they're borrowing b'shutfis, so then... Both of them together are borrowing from the guy. But even he, he acknowledges that maybe that's, this chilik is not a valid chilik, and it's also regardless. So he tries, he, he supports his his reasoning to be mater. From the Tashbates. He wants to prove that the Rajbates Paskins, if two people borrowed, from a non-Jew, each one is an Arv Kablin on behalf of his friend. One of them is allowed to take all the money from his friend and pay back the Chayv with Ribis. 
And so, so he says, Why was this case mutter in the first place if one of them was an Oriv on behalf of his friend? He considers it a Deichik to say that he holds like the Rajba that only Oriv Shleftites is also. He doesn't even mention this one. So he tries to support it. He says it's, it, you know, it's not Muchach. So he, bottom line, he finished off Tzarchi and Ladina. So we had Shulchan Aruch and several other Acharim say this also clearly to Aser. Shadea suggests that maybe two borrowing is better than one borrow and one Arav, but he blibes Tzarchi and Ladina. So this Lachar would remain Aser unless we have a specific other mitigating circumstances. So now we have another Halacha, page 72. And this is going to be the final piece for this segment. And this is the Halacha of one Shutif which the Shulchan Aruch Rav alluded to, here it's not two borrower, two partner, two partners that are borrowing, it's one partner that's borrowing, and he's going to be investing it into the Shutfis. And he wants to use the Shutfis money, Shutfis assets, to repay the Chayv, to repay the Chayv with ribbis. So this is based on a Chiddush of the Taz, page 72, we're in the middle of a long Taz, Says it has, I'd like to mention something that many people it involves many people. What's this? You have two partners, they take money from a non Jew with interest on behalf of the Shutfus. So again, two partners, and one of them it goes and borrows money on behalf of the Shutfus. And he pays the interest from the Shutfis, and they split the Rebach. They're splitting the profits. Says the Tashchaz, It's complete Rebach. All the Gaisis is the borrower. He saw one Shutf, and he gave him $100, let's say. That Shutf took the, and he made up the terms with the guy. He's going to give back 120 That Shutf takes the money. He invests it into the partnership. And he's going to be taking out of the partnership $120. So we see the partner as lending money to the partnership, $100, and he's taking out of the partnership $120. So it says the Taz Lachar, that's Rebbe Ksutza. So we skip the parentheses over here. We go on to the next page on page 73. And the Taz suggests the following chilek. It could be that it depends which, what the arrangement was, which should have took it out. If the Shotef, who is the managing partner, he's the one that took the money from the guy with Ribis. So when he invested into the Shotefis, so then he's allowed to do this and take the money out of the profits of the Shotefis and split the rest of the profits. Why? Argues the Taz that over here there was no halva. The only thing he's doing here is he's investing something into the partnership that is making money, and then he's splitting he's whatever interest is considered like a loss to the partnership, and whatever profits are made are a gain to the partnership. So the losses and profits are happen to the partnership, and no one's paying any ribbis. There's no halva. It's just that he took a loss on behalf of the partnership in order to create a revach for the partnership. Avo, 
moment. However, if it's not the managing partner that did this, if it's the investing partner that did this, he took his own loan and he gave it over to his partner to go manage it and create a revach from that. So the investor took money from the guy with interest on behalf of the partnership. Then he's not allowed to take money out of the partnership to pay back his interest. Since he's not the, the managing partner, he's only the investing partner. And it's the managing partner who took the money so the investor can't say that the ribbis that is being paid to the guy is just not as much profit he can't say that because he isn't the one that's creating profit he just took a hundred dollars from the non-jew he gave that over to his partner who's supposed to use that hundred dollars and create profits with it the ribbis that's being cut into that hundred, and now he has to give back one twenty. That didn't happen to the partnership. That happened to the investor, and he wants to re- recover those losses from the partnership. So that already is a ribbis payment. He's covering his own losses. He's not covering the loss of the partnership. He's covering his own losses from the partnership. That would be aser. As if he gave his own money to the shutfis, and he wants to recover that loss, but he wants to take more than he gave, that would be So this is known as the Heter of the Taz, that if the managing partner will take a loan on behalf of the partnership, then it is mutter for him to cover that loss from the partnership assets, and split whatever profits were created out of it. But if the investing partner did try to do this, that, the Taz says, would be also. So we have a big machlekes, how far does this heter go? So again, it's across the way, everyone agrees that the investing partner can't do this. No one's allowed, you know, a person cannot take a loan from a non-Jew with interest and give it to a partnership, invest it into a partnership, and, and then the uh, re- recover his interest before splitting the profits, that would be Aser. But if the managing partner did this, so it's like all the other investments that he does, this is just one more investment that he did on behalf of the Shutfis, and that would be Mutter. So still, the, the, the logic isn't quite clear. So we go to the 74, which is the Chavaz Das, and the Chavaz Das gives his opinion on how this works. He quotes the Taz, because of that the Taz made this chilek between the managing partner doing this arrangement or the investing partner. Even if the in, the managing partner is the one who borrowed on behalf of the shutfis, still he borrowed on behalf of himself and on behalf of the partner. If anything happens to the loan, so then they're both on the hook for it, like we saw earlier from Shulchan Aruch. So what does it help that he's the managing partner who took the loan? Venira says the Chavaz Das to Mary Shemakabel Lovish Shalebidias Shutfay. He's talking about that the managing partner did this without telling his other partner, without telling the investing partners. The Ozlein Nishtabadan Eso Shalami Beisa. He took he took this loan without getting without getting instructed by others to take out this loan. So there, in that case, if anything happens to the loan, he the other partners are not on the hook for it. Only he's on the hook for it. So therefore, so if the he took it without permission, so then in the case of a loss, the other partners are not achroi; only he is achroi. So there, we don't see him as a malvet to the partnership because they don't carry any responsibility for this loan, so to speak. All they have is a share in the profits, but they have no share in the losses. So they're not loivim. It's not like they borrowed from him, Baribis, because they're not a to him at all. But it's true, if there is a profit, then they get a share in the profits. But if there's a loss, it's coming out of his own pocket. So therefore, 
it's permitted for the managing partner to borrow money with interest invested in the business. If a loss happens, then it's on his own back. But if it does end up turning a profit, so then he can deduct any interest payments from the profit because that's just not profit that was made. That's not profit that was realized because that's part of the expenses that went into making the profit. That is the opinion of the Chavez Das. But clearly, if the other partners are on the hook to pay for it, so even even if not only their own personal responsibility, even if the partnership is on the is is responsible to pay, to pay their interest, that would be also. It's only if the profits are responsible, meaning the managing partner took the loan, and he's only going to deduct the interest out of profits. That's when it's permitted because the other partner is not considered loivim at all. Whereas if the partnership assets themselves are achroi to it, like had he let them know beforehand that he's taking the loan on their behalf, which would mean that the partnership assets are achroi for this loan, that would be also according to the Chavez Das. We bring a very important chaylik, this is on page 75, is the different chayim. He disagrees with the Chavez Das and he permits it, this arrangement, even if the partners are aware and are achroi. This is page 75. Tshuva says, I can't get into the details. He quotes this that you're allowed to take the interest payments out of the partnership assets and pay back the interest before splitting the profits. The Chavistas asked on this, and therefore he said his his piece like we said before. Skipping to the next paragraph. The Taz did not mention this whole chilek that like the Chavistas said, that the managing partner did not tell the other investors that he's taking this loan, and you don't see that. So therefore, Bishlam, if it's the investing partner that borrowed money and gave it over to the other, to the managing partner to deal with it, so then they're both considered a loiva. So then, if he's going to recoup his ribis from the partnership that he's lending to Jews, and he's, he's, that would be Aser. But if the managing partner if he takes a loan on behalf of the partnership and he just puts it straight into the partnership and he's, he's trying to use it to turn a profit, that's not a loan to the partnership. That's part of the business of the partnership. That's just part of the part of the business that the, the Shutvis is doing. It's, it's as if he bought money, it's as if he bought merchandise on credit. And he's paying for the wagon driver. So of course you deduct expenses before you split the profits. We don't see halva here, but in Shchayav Alosh Lein Sasek Me'Olam Rakhu Shutuf L'Ravach Im Yeh Levad Horibus V'Gam L'Hefsed Ushutuf L'Tzrayas. So they're just equal partners. In if the partnership will make money or lose money, we don't see any halva here altogether. So that would be fine. He just continues. Pashut Avinus Adish Mechas Shalom Yenivsed V'Kol Mois Hashutfus Shalom Shalom Yibesai. The other partners cannot be achroy to pay out of pocket. That, he agrees, is also, if, if, if it's going to be structured in a way that the other partners have to pay out of pocket in the case of a loss, and they have to pay the interest out of their own pockets, that for sure would be also, that we, we would see the, the, the managing partner who took out the loan as being a malva, and they would be a leva. But if it's only the partnership assets that are achroi, that the Divrei Chaim says is mutter outright, because that's just, we don't see a loan here altogether, it's just business, and they're just going to be splitting the revachim and have saved them equally. And that's this. The, if you go to page seventy-six, the Brisiuda brings both of these opinions to the halacha. 
Just a quick on the top, Levechem Yashut Benachem Beribis. One of the par- partners borrowed from a Goy Beribis, Levechem Yashut Askim Beisk Ashut and he's a managing partner, he's not just an investor. Some say he's allowed to take that money and put it into the partnership. And deduct from the partnership's assets any interest payments that he has to make to the non Jew. And even if he did not end up profiting as much as the interest payments are, it's still permitted. That was the Derechayim. Some say it's only permitted if he actually turned a profit, and he's only going to be paying the ribbis out of the profits and splitting the rest of the profits that's permitted. So the Reisuda gives another Eitzah. Because another Eitzah, to avoid any problems, is if the managing partner wants to take out a loan, and he doesn't want to run into Ribas problems, what he can do is he can, before he takes the loan, he can take from the money of the Shotvis, go to a guy and say, here, here is, he gives him the full amount of the Ribas of the loan up front, and then he takes the loan. So then there's no chance of ribis, the, the, the other, we don't see a halval ribis to the partnership. All we do is see the partnership paying money to a non-Jew up front, and they're getting in return, they're getting a X amount of dollars as a as an investment. So that is totally mutter, because that's 100 for 100, that's not 100 for 120. Since the ribis is paid up front, that's just a business expense, and that would be mutter l'chol hades, it seems.